Welcome to What I Wish I Learned in Law School. My name is Audrey Earhart, and I, just like you, am a practicing attorney, but I'm also the CEO and founder of Practice 42. At Practice 42, our goal is to build and sustain successful law practices across the nation. We do that in so many different ways, and I can't wait to talk to you more about that. Right now, I want you to know we're going to go ahead and focus on how you can become the next guest on my podcast, What I Wish I Learned in Law School, and share so much of your journey with our audience. I'm so excited. It's going to take about 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go ahead and jump in. Welcome, Cynthia Letch of Letch Law Firm in Des Moines, Iowa. Welcome to What I Wish I Learned in Law School. So Cynthia, what do you wish you learned in law school? Thank you very much. I appreciate it. There are a lot of things I wish I learned in law school. One of the things I really wished I had done was pay more attention to rules of civil procedure. Um, they, they teach you that in law school, but it's first year and, you know, that, that's the boring part. But the part that you really use once you get out of school. So I, I wish I'd paid a little more attention to that. So if you remember that, um, don't keep your civil pro, civ pro book. Um, other than that, I wished I had learned about what different areas of practice there were available. Yeah. Can you explain the first thing just a little bit more, for, especially for um, the uninitiated, who's not, sure. who not aren't even, so um, say eighth grade class here. Okay, great. So the rules of civil procedure are the rules that tell you how to use the rest of the rules. It's the rules that say who's entitled to getting notice of something that's happening in the legal world. People are entitled to, to know you can't sue somebody without letting them know that you're suing them. And there are mm -hmm. rules that, that govern that. How, how, in what way do you have to let them know? How many days do you have to let them know? Mm -hmm. There are all these rules that govern how the rest of the law is practiced. Mm -hmm. and, in, and if you don't know those rules, then you're, you're kind of just flying blind. It's like somebody puts you on a boat and you don't know how to drive it. You, you know what a boat is and you know what a lake is, but you don't know how to drive the boat. One of the main things that that we hear that comes up often is just, again, it's one thing to know the law. It's in another thing entirely to understand all of the operations that are involved. Um, what is the reality of working with clients of, uh, you know, particularly those that are looking to build a, a, a book of business? Uh, that's something they generally don't teach you a whole lot of. No, they don't. Uh, there was one class, um, law, law firm management class, I think that was offered. It wasn't a mandatory class. And um, you're so busy with everything else. I don't mm. think very many people actually take it. But learning how to start your own business is, you know, that's not a law school class. How do you how do you become your own business? Um, and so getting a business degree at the same time that you get your law degree, if you're planning on starting your own business, I was not planning to start my own business when I went to law school. So it was not something that I focused on. Um, so I kind of wish I had learned a little bit of that about that while I was at, maybe even while I was in college before I went to law school. In terms of uh, say client acquisition or marketing, which is obviously a big part of, you know, if you're going to found your own law firm, um, and things move quickly um, in terms of, you know, where audiences are, where clients are, um, you know, maybe old school where you could just rely upon a billboard and, and that's really all you needed. Uh, it, things are a little bit different today. What, what do you see maybe working not so well? And what do you see working pretty well when it comes to visibility, awareness, being seen by your customers? Sure. The um, print marketing, I don't think works out very well at all. Mm -hmm. I've tried it numerous times and 
um, the the sporadic print marketing, put your advertisement on the you know flyer at the golf course doesn't doesn't work out at all. Um, consistent print advertising, I think, does. We we advertise and and write um, for a local magazine, and it took about three years before I started to get referrals and people said, "I see you. I've cut your article out of the magazine. I see you in there regularly." So a regular presence in front of people, I think, is something that you need. Um, to get their attention that you're there long term, especially in the type of work that we do, estate planning. People think that if you write their will for them or their trust for them, that they need to come back to you after they've died and they need to know you're going to be around for a while. Yeah. So you have to establish that presence. Also, um, establishing yourself as very knowledgeable in the field. And really, the only way to do that is to get out in front of people and talk about what you know. Yeah. So they tell you that in law school, that one of the best ways to build your, your business is to do public speaking, but it's also the, one of the most common um, fears that people have is public speaking. So maybe that could be a good thing to learn how to do, how to get out in front of people and talk about, um, talk about things. So mm-hmm. a lot of my business comes from um, referrals uh, for speaking engagements that I've had. Yeah. Um, uh, You know, also, I think it can be really easy for us to feel like we're we're staying busy, right? If we're thinking, okay, you know, this year is going to be all about growth. You know, I I really want to make my mark, make a bigger impact. Um, But but how do you know what works and what doesn't work? Well, Uh, well, some of it, you can there, there are people who can teach you, there are a lot Mm. of people in the business of trying to teach you how to how to grow your law practice. Um, and some of that is very helpful and some of it's not very helpful. So yeah. that's also trial and error. So talking to other attorneys, attorneys who've been doing it for a long time and can tell you what's working for them and what's not been working for them. Um, and it depends on who your market is. Different, different demographics respond to different, um, different types of marketing. Um, it, the, you know, there are all the social media sites and, and those also seem to be sort of layered by different generations. So it depends on the message that you're trying to reach. The, in, the, in, in the practice of elder law, we, we spend a lot of time talking about substitute decision-making when somebody is at that point where they've lost capacity. Um, but I think that focus is wrong. I think the focus needs to be on teaching young people about substitute decision-making. That should be something you learn in high school because by the time, it, if, if we focused, if we changed our focus from teaching older people about powers of attorney and substitute decision-making and made it so that you knew that you learned that as a young adult. Wouldn't that be nice? Then we wouldn't have the problem of people who getting to the place where they're getting Alzheimer's and having dementia. And now they're just now learning about substitute decision-making. And why didn't I know about this earlier? Yeah. Um, You know, one final thing, you know, just in terms about like operations and, and I don't know, you know, maybe just tell us a little bit about your firm and, and like, how do you run what you run? Who, who do you work with? Like, what were some of the, you know, key positions that you started filling in and, and uh, in terms of operational mm-hmm. management, office management, that sort of thing? Sure. Um, I started as a general practitioner, which is very, very, very difficult to mm-hmm. do. I'm trying to figure out how to do everything that walks in the door. And that's really a very difficult business model to sustain. And I, I took some training um, about six or seven years ago that um, was very helpful to me. And I narrowed my practice field down then. I went back to my office, said, we're not going to do this, 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 and this anymore. We're going to focus on these areas that overlap. And that has helped tremendously so that when, um, 
Um, when work comes in the door, I have the capacity that that's the type of work that we do. I have the capacity to be able to take it on. Finding office staff is um, is very uh, is a very important finding competent office staff that believe in your mission and are loyal to your company. Um, turnover is is very difficult. It's expensive. And the learning curve, especially in our line of work, is very yeah. um, even for the support staff is very um, very high. And so when you get somebody in and you get them trained and if they can stick around for a while, that's really, um, really a great thing. So I do that when I interview for staff people, I let them know I'm looking for a longtime employee, not somebody who's looking for a stepping stone to another, to another job. And if I can, I mean, I do want people to advance in their careers and if I can advance them within my company, then that's a win for both of us. Yeah. Uh, and then what do you see for Letch law firm, what do you see happening over the next two to three years in terms of growth, in terms of focus, you know, impact in your community, that sort of thing? We, we, um, we try to have a large impact in our community by providing um, basic estate planning documents for everybody, even those who don't think they can afford them. So powers of attorney are basic planning documents everybody needs. And we're, that's a big community outreach that we have to make sure that people understand that and how to get those. Um, and we're, we're always hiring. So it's, that seems like a, 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 just a thing, you know, we're always, we're always looking for someone who's interested in carrying forward with our mission. We're licensed in Nebraska and Missouri also. So we're marketing in, in not so much in Nebraska, but in also in Missouri and the, um, the, the need for elder law attorneys, especially is just growing excellent exponentially as our population ages um, and very often I'm out speaking a lot and very often the comments I get are, why didn't anybody tell us about this before? And so the need for education is huge. And, and we do, that's one of our missions is to provide education. And so I do a lot of that. Um, and it's, it's a really good way to build your practice because if you're out there speaking to people, most of our referrals come from either um, people who either prior clients, current clients, or people who've heard me speak. That's almost, almost probably 80% of our referral work comes there. The rest of it comes from social workers and, and um, then people who've seen me write in the magazine. And occasionally we get a Google, you know, I, we did a, or a online search yeah. and found your, found your law firm. So it sounds like you're a big fan of content-based uh, marketing or content-based connection with audiences. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Not just the, uh, you know, again, the old mm -hmm. school, you know, the needed other law attorney and, you know, just hit them over the head with a, an ad message. Right. No, no. And most people don't know what an elder law attorney is. Yeah. So you have to provide the content in order for them to. And and there's so much misinformation out there when by the time somebody gets to me, they've heard from four or five different people, different things they should do. So how can I convince you that I'm that what I'm telling you is, is really the right answer and you should ignore anything else that's different than that. And believe me. And the only way to do that is to, 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 to educate people is to convince them that, you know, what you're talking about by yeah. being, being thorough. Cynthia Letch, um, Cynthia, what is your website or, you know, for those that are listening that, that would love to network with you or, or connect with you, what are some of the best ways to get a hold of you or your, your firm? Sure. Our website is my last name, Letch Law Firm. And, and could you spell so that, please? It's L-E-T as in Tom, S as in Sam, C as in Charlie, H, LetchLawFirm.com. And that's our website. We have a Facebook page by the same name. And um, of course, so anybody can call our office. Should I give you my phone number? Yeah, that's yeah. appropriate. Yeah, phone sure. number is 
986-2810. That's our telephone number. And we don't use voicemail. So if you call, unless you call after hours, but if you call during the day, you'll get a live person. And um, we're, imagine we're happy to visit with people. I know yeah. that's valuable in elder it, law. You, you want to make sure you got a person picking up. It is. We, yeah. we really don't use voicemail at all. If you call and um, someone will take a live message from you and yeah. make sure it gets to who needs to, to get it. That's fantastic. Cynthia Letch, Letch Law Firm. Again, your website one more time. LetchLawFirm.com. LetchLawFirm.com. Cynthia Letch, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. It's Audrey Earhart here. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast, What I Wish I Learned in Law School. Listen, if you are a successful attorney and you want to share your message and you have something that you want to give back here, I would love you to be to have you there to be a part of my program. And that's again, the What I Wish I Learned in Law School platform. That's our podcast. This is where you're really going to have the opportunity to share our amazing message. And listen, if you got something out of this interview, it's really important that you share our podcast with your social media. It's not just about our social media where we're going to be putting this out on our Instagram, Practice 42, our Facebook, Practice 42. You'll even see it on my LinkedIn, Audrey. You'll also see it Practice 42's LinkedIn as well. We really want you to be part of this community so we can get your unique message out. We're putting out so many, so much content on a weekly basis. I know you're going to find something that piques your interest. You can learn from, share with your audience too. And listen, you can just do a quick screenshot of your phone number and text it to a friend so they can take a look at everything. They can see what you're up to on social media. They can see what we're up to. And really, this is the way that we're going to help our lawyer community learn what they need to know. There's so much that none of us learned in law school about how to run a business, how to optimize our processes, how to get the right marketing for our practice, how to use legal technology technology, which changes on a daily basis. Listen, let's get connected. Let's stay connected. I'm so appreciative of you for being here. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time.